0: I'm Coach Corey Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter and the topic of today's newsletter is going to be if you stop dating your woman. Definitely not a good idea and I've got a really kind of a sad tragic story about this guy, met his, his wife, love at first sight, it was fucking magical, it's just easy and effortless just like you see in all those sappy romantic movies. Storybook romance. They got married. They got, they got engaged after four years and then four years later they got married and they were planning on buying a house. He had his best friend move in who he would known since he was like in elementary school to help offset some of the bills so they could have a little bit bigger house while they were saving money to buy a house for the two of them. His And in the past year, he's just all kinds of shit has happened in his life. His father was dying of cancer, so he was there taking care of him. His mother obviously was very distraught over the loss of her husband. And so he was helping out his mother and he's got a, a sister, apparently has a learning disability. And he got focused on taking care of his family and just assuming that everything would be fine with his wife or his relationship and then he noticed things were a little off with his best friend he was kind of grumpy all the time wouldn't talk to him and then of course he finds out that his best friend and his wife are in love and they run off to go live happily ever after and he's sick and my wife and my best friend, i betrayed by the two people closest to me. It's like, what the fuck happened, dude? Is she – I mean it's like I understand that she fell out of love and why but it's like I don't I, I, don't get it. Is she fucking crazy? I mean what the hell? Help me out here. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and I'm going to go through his email to diagnosis because this is a – the biggest problem like that I see in my coaching practice, like guys that are in long-term relationships, like – I mean, it's like 99% of the time, the guy stops courting, dating his wife or his girlfriend, just assume, assume she's going to be there, everything's going to be fine. The woman tells him, hey, I'm not happy, you need to do this, you need to do that. And most times the guy's just dismiss it, oh, you're being unreasonable, oh, it's just a little while longer. The next thing you know, she either leaves him or he finds out she's having an affair. And then the guy's thinking, I didn't see it coming. So. We're going to go through this because this is the type of experience that every guy should pay attention to and learn from because if you're going to be in long-term relationships that are going to last for several years or longer this is the mistake that most guys make and by learning from other people's mistakes and fuck-ups hopefully you can take it as a lesson and prevent you from going through obviously what's got to be excruciating pain you lose your father you lose your best friend. You lose your wife all at the same time. It just sucks. So I have a quote that I wrote and then we'll go through the email. And the quote says, if you don't date your wife or girlfriend, eventually some other guy will. Guys who struggle in long-term relationships typically make the same mistakes. After several years of being together and living together, they get caught up in work, life, or unexpected challenges and start treating their women like roommates who will stick around no matter what. This causes women to feel unloved, unappreciated, and unwanted. Women typically will protest and try to communicate what they need, but many men just take them for granted, tell them they are being unreasonable, ignore them, ask them to be patient, and nothing really changes. Eventually, the women fall out of love and either end the relationship or start a new one with someone else who makes them feel special the way they once did. Predictably, the men are shocked and crushed once their women are gone and say they never saw it coming. The courtship never ends in a relationship. Women know that if a man really, truly cares, he will continually show her through his actions by continuously dating and courting her even when life is difficult or full of challenges. So let's go through his email. He says, Hey coach, I've been following your work for a few months now, and I am on my third read of your book. Everything makes so much sense now, and whenever I feel down or defeated, I read your book and I watch your videos to get me positive again. Thank you for that. You are the man. Well, I'm glad my videos bring you some peace. As you can probably guess, I stumbled onto your work after shit hit the fan. Pretty much most people do. Most people that come to me, they're not here because things are going great in their life. They show up because something is fucked up. He says, well, I met my ex-wife eight years ago, and when I did, it was love at first sight. As you said in a video of yours, this is a very real thing. I've experienced this several times. Most people never know what that's like. It'll only be a fantasy. It'll only be something they see in TV or in the movies. They never get to experience it in real life. And it really is fucking magnificent. When you meet somebody and your eyes lock and you just feel like you've known them forever, like that person is there for you and you start talking to them and you start getting to know them a little bit and you find out all the things you have in common. And it's so obvious why you met like attracts like. And it's a beautiful thing. And I, I wish everybody could get to experience what that is like. Because it really changes you forever. You're never the same again. He says, everything was perfect. Everything we did and felt was in sync. I was almost 23 and she had just turned 19. She was my first love. We decided to get engaged four years into the relationship and married four years later. We took our time as a piece of paper saying we were married wouldn't change how we felt towards each other trains right on time as time went on after our engagement we became complacent as we moved in together it wasn't a bad thing at first anyways this is what happens it's like you've been together a long time you're living together you see each other 24 7 you wake up together you go to bed together you eat together you sleep together you travel together you do everything it's like you just can't help but become complacent. It happens to everybody. Even myself In long, when I'm in a long-term relationship. It's every single fucking one I've had over the course of my life. It happens. Six months, a year, two years. It's just like it just kind of creeps up on you. You get caught up in life or this or that and all of a sudden your girlfriend turns to you and just says, I'm not in love with you anymore or I'm not feeling it or I'm not happy with the way things are. And you're thinking, hey, everything's great. And then she tells you she's not happy. You're like, and then you start talking, and you're like, oh. you know, it's like the analogy of the pot of water. You know, if you have a boiling pot of water and you drop a frog in it, it's going to jump right out. But if you turn the heat up slowly over time, the frog just sits in there, chills, and he eventually boils to death. That's kind of what happens to us guys in long term relationships. We get lazy, we get complacent, we get focused on our mission, our purpose, our business, or our career. Shit happens and you got to take care of things and then you just assume that, that OK, it's just a temporary thing. We'll go out next week. We'll go out next month. We'll take that trip in a few weeks or a few months. When I save up a little bit more money, we'll do this. We'll do that. and The guys start rifling, rattling off, oh, I did this, I did that for you, blah, blah, blah talking about things they did in the past as if that's going to – because they're trying to win an argument. And what the woman's upset about is, you're not dating me, you're not courting me, you're not making me feel special and like you care. And the average guy, they just they dismiss it. Oh, it's just a temporary thing, I'm going through a rough patch, you know, she'll understand. We just assume that. Never make assumptions when it comes to women, my friends. It wasn't a bad thing at first anyway, he says. We had arguments sometimes, but we settled them quickly. We moved out of a one bedroom apartment and into a bigger place to fit our needs. But with our really good friend, my best friend since fifth grade, it's like as soon as I read this the first time I went through the email and I see that your best friend's moving and everything, I was like I pretty much know what's going to happen next. To cover the cost as he needed a place to live too. It's not really a good idea. Especially if you're successful and you got a really happy relationship and you got a, a good friend that's been a friend for a long time and he's never done well with women, he's never had the kind of relationship that you got, and then you move in there and I mean, it's predictable. You go through a difficult time, and the guy's, you know, when you're not around, he's sitting there talking to your wife, feeling you know, a little envious, thinking, well, this guy's really stupid. If I had a girl like that, I wouldn't neglect her. And the more he sits around, you're not there, and she comes to you, oh, he's not doing this. He's not doing that. He's always with his mother. He's always with his father. He's, uh, he doesn't pay attention to me. Now, a real true, good, honorable man would say, hey, dude, you're, you know, we were, I was talking to your wife the other day, and she said this or that. You need to start taking her out. You need to start doing this. You need to start doing that. That's what a true friend would do, a really got, a good guy who's honorable. And unfortunately, there's just not a lot of people out there in the world that are like this. And that's the reality of it and instead the guy starts plotting and planning because he's like he's envious it's like people that don't have money all those fucking rich people they got too much money they should give me some of it it's just human beings naturally when they don't have something that they perceive they want and they believe they can't get it or they feel like life has dealt them a shitty hand they start wanting to take other people's shit that's how things like socialism and communism and fascism—it's all based upon envy. People don't focus on what they should do for themselves. They, oh, it's somebody else's fault that I don't have money in my bank. It's somebody else's fault that I don't have a job. It's somebody else's fault that minimum wage is only ten bucks, or in this case, I think it's fifteen dollars now. It, I just heard California passed it. It's like that's not going to solve the problem. And when you look at an economy. When the money supply shrinks, in other words, when banks aren't lending, the economy predictably contracts. But what you see in the media all the time, oh, it's just constantly pushing envy. Like our whole society, it's just envy people that have more than you, envy people that are more successful than you. and The reason that they're more successful is because they rip somebody off. So you can understand in a society like ours where it's just constantly this narrative of envying what other people have that you don't have and it's not your fault that you don't have what what you want because those damn rich people or those damn people that are super good looking you know that's why so you gotta take what they have and it's like you push that meme enough and it's like you get somebody like this guy's friend who's just friend who's really a fucking snake in the grass you know it's like oh Well, I got a raw deal. You know, this best friend of mine, this stupid idiot, you know, he doesn't know what he's got. And the guy's like, I'm going to save her from this bad marriage. I'm going to save her from that shitty best friend that I got that doesn't appreciate what he has. And it's like, it's predictable what happens. One of the things that when I was in the construction industry that they taught us, I was what was called a project engineer and it was our job to facilitate things getting to the job site because in the construction industry, people continuously fucking lie. Oh, those materials, I'll have them there on Friday, no problem. I'll have an extra 20 laborers there, no problem. They'll be there tomorrow. And what we were taught was when somebody tells you they're going to do something, you have to presuppose that they're unreliable. You have to presuppose if they say their stuff's in the factory being manufactured and it'll be here in such and such a date – it's like what Ronald Reagan said, trust but verify. So we were taught to literally hop on a plane and go to the factory and check these things out to make sure – because otherwise, if this shit doesn't show up when it's supposed to. we could delay the job and when you have liquidated damages clause, and especially like when you're doing a D- Disney project, you don't turn Disney projects over. They, the liquidated damages will fucking put you out of business. So you have to get the fucking job done and that was what our job was, was to facilitate things. Somebody tells you something, just assume they're lying to you. That fax you sent or that email you sent or that letter that you sent, just assume it didn't get to the right person. So you always follow up and it's like, what I've learned in life is just, most of the people you're gonna meet are fucking scumbags, they're assholes. They'll fuck you over as soon as you turn your back on them. So it's really hard to find friends and family or people to date who share the same goals and values. So you got to keep that in mind when you're in a situation like this guy is and he's got this dude that's his best friend who obviously is single. Maybe he's not very good with women and it's like you see what happens. It's like a a train wreck in slow motion. You just know that it's not going to end well. So he says, everything was great until a year before we got married, which was the second year of our lease. We were planning on buying a house the next year, just the two of us. But my father became very ill with cancer and in a short time he passed. That sucks, dude. Sorry to hear about your dad. I was by his side the whole time and I put my relationship on the back burner. That's not a good thing to do. You always have to court your wife or your girlfriend even when your father is dying of cancer. Even if it's just one night a week where you surprise your wife with a dinner that you make or grilling out or something to make her feel special. And she will really love you even more for that because you will think, you know what, despite the fact that his father is dying, he's got this guy going on, he's got that going on. He took me to dinner the other night and she's going to gush and tell her girlfriends all about that. And they're going oh, he's the perfect guy. But if you don't take her to dinner, she'll say, oh, it's okay. It's fine. I understand. When a woman says it's fine, it ain't fucking fine. No fucking way in hell doesn't it mean it's fine. It's like women don't really realize they're doing that, but it's kind of one of the ways they test it. Well, if he really loves me, he'll, he'll figure it out. He'll find a way to make me feel special. And then when you don't they get even more pissed off they feel even more neglected she completely understood it was a very hard time in my life as he was my hero i had to then be the strong man that my pops taught me to be and support my mother and sister with a learning disabled emotionally over the last year i spent a lot of time helping my mother get on her feet and as time passed she was becoming more independent however I was also losing grip of my relationship as I have come to learn. Well, the fact that you had your single supposed best friend living with you who obviously was jealous and envious of the success you had and it was probably when you weren't around, your wife was telling me, oh, he's doing this. He's not paying attention to me and instead of your best friend trying to help you out, he was plotting and planning and scheming to rip off your wife. Because he was too much of a pathetic, weak bitch to get his own woman, I mean that's the reality. When you, if you got a, if you're watching this and you've become successful with women because of what you learned from me, and you got a friend or somebody close to you who's not good with women, never have that fucker live with you. It's not a good way to go. Even if you think, like this guy is a lifelong friend, because human beings remember we buy based on emotion and we use logic and reason to justify our purchase or our decisions and so in this case you got a hot wife she's unhappy this guy's obviously not very good with women on his own but yet he's living in the house with your girl, so it's a proximity thing for him He starts developing feelings because she's there all the time and she's always coming to him because you're not around, because you're taking care of your family. He starts to develop feelings and then he starts to use logic and reason to justify his feelings. I mean think about What's his thinking? What an idiot. This is my best friend and he doesn't realize what he's got there. I would never treat you this way. I would never – he's a fool. And then he starts justifying i'm going to be the savior i'm going to save this woman from her unhappy marriage by taking her off my best friend's hands and he just literally as he becomes a more emotionally wrapped up in it he starts making excuses and telling himself it's he's being noble he's like that knight in shining armor he's going to save her from this stupid best friend of his it's been a lifelong friend and he's literally willing to torpedo the friendship for a piece of ass, and unfortunately, most of the people in this world that were that you're going to encounter when they're if they're in a similar situation, this is just the way they are. I remember when I was in the process of leaving my wife, and I was really struggling with it, and I was telling, I was talking to my best friend all the time about it, and I remember I was sitting in bed one night with my wife, and I was telling her, I was literally telling her how I felt, and. That I didn't want to stay together, and I felt fucking horrible telling her this. It was just like, I felt like the biggest piece of shit in the world telling her this, because I felt like it's like I married this girl, and I knew all along I should have never fucking done it. And you know what? She knew as well, but it's like both of us we lied to ourselves. And as I get done telling her, she's like, "Oh, I knew." I was like, "What do you mean you knew?" She's like, "Oh, so and so told me." I was like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, we were talking earlier today." I'm thinking. This is my so all these things I was telling my best friend, and then I confronted him about. I was like, "It's like i have I'm talking with my wife last night, and it's like you told her everything we've been talking about." I was like, "What's up with that?" Oh, well, I was just trying to be helpful, you know. It's like she was talking to me, and I'm thinking, I was like, "Dude, that's not acceptable." I shared these things with you in confidence, and you go and you tell everything I said to you, and so even after we had split up. I was – because my wife and I, we stayed good friends for several years after we had split up and we were at lunch one time and we were talking and and we, so we were talking about my best friend and we were talking about this instance and she said, yeah, I was – you know, shortly a- shortly after I had left and I had moved in with this best friend of mine, he was hanging out with her one night, having drinks or whatever and I was working – I don't know, I was somewhere else and he says – he looks at her and he says, so you want to fuck? I was like thinking it's like ah well that makes total sense now so what he was really doing was he knew my relationship was ending so he was trying to wiggle his way in there because he wanted to get in her fucking pants i was like what a great best friend this guy was my best man at my wedding i was like what a fucking dick that's just the way people are unfortunately most of them trust but verify it's a, you should tattoo that on your forehead metaphorically if you will It's something that all of us should do. Always assume that other people are unreliable, that they're not gonna do what they say they're gonna do. I was so naive to think things would be fine in our marriage. Things didn't seem right between us and I couldn't figure it out. My best friend was always grumpy and she was always trying to figure out why. He wouldn't talk much to me about his frustration but he would talk to her. It seemed like they had a brother-sister type of relationship, so they went on a walk together. A week later, after my wife became increasingly cold towards me, I learned that he admitted his love, and apparently she fell in love with him too. That sucks, dude. All while I was taking care of my or our family, words were exchanged, almost fists, and I file for divorce the two closest people in my life betrayed me I feel he should have left once he developed feelings well that's what a real man would have done but a real man would have not been in that situation to begin with he was a fucking pathetic weak ass bitch I don't have any respect for people that pull shit like that that is I mean you're a lifelong fucking friend dude I totally understand her falling out of love with me. I mean, at the end of the day, she obviously complained about it and she told you, so it wasn't a complete shock. And you've realized that you neglected her and you stopped courting her, but it still does not excuse the behavior of your best friend. Because think about it this way if your best friend hadn't lived there, things might have been different. But at the end of the day, if she hadn't run off with your best friend, you would have never had a reason to come and find my work. So re- realistically, it was just a matter of time if it wasn't your best friend it would have been some other dude and that's the way life is it, it just blindsides you with shit like this and it causes you to start searching and then you find a YouTube channel like mine you start reading the book and you fill in a knowledge gap that you didn't even know you had he says everyone hates them including his family for what they did to me they are together and didn't wait for us to be divorced to get together the worst part is that she was keeping in contact with my sister who doesn't understand what's going on. She's 37 but can't grasp the complexity of the situation. I asked my ex not to mention me in their talks and to be loving towards her. Over Christmas, she sent my sister a gift card and a note saying to call her to get together and go shopping with the card. My sister called and asked for her to call back. I told my sister to let her make the next move. My next, my ex never did call her back. So she sends a card and says, hey, give me a call, I'll take you shopping. So she calls to go shopping and then she fucking blows her off. He says, is she crazy? No, she's just selfish and unfortunately – I mean if if your wife had integrity, if she really had a strong sense of right and wrong and she was a really super good communicator, she wouldn't have done this or she would have left you and ended the marriage and then maybe later on started dating your best friend. But it just tells you – I mean at the end of the day, when emotions get involved, it really doesn't fucking matter. He says, what the hell happened to her? I mean quite frankly, what happened to her is you stopped dating her and you stopped courting her. You stopped making her feel special. You were focused on taking your care of your family and you took her for granted. You just assumed that she would always be there for you because you were married and living together and you've been together. It was love at first sight. It's like you made a lot of assumptions and you also assumed that your best friend had integrity when in reality a lifelong friendship really didn't mean shit to him. The only thing that mattered was that he got in your wife's pants. And Unfortunately, most of the people that you're going to encounter in life, it's just the way they are. They're fucking ruthless. It sucks. I wish people weren't like this but this is what we have to deal with in society. And people in the media and in the news that are always – pushing this narrative of envy and coveting what other people have as opposed to teaching self-reliance and teaching people that you can create all this great stuff on your own without dipping into somebody else's bank account and taking their shit. But that's a topic for another video. How do people that close to you dump you and your lives together off so easily? Well, it wasn't something that happened instantaneously and you admitted that you've been neglecting your wife for a long time, dude. Again, it took time for her to fall in love with you. Well, obviously it was love at first sight, but to really deeply bond with you, it took time for that to develop. And It also took time for her to fall out of love and since your best friend was there all the time and he had no integrity – and he was—he wasn't intent to help you with your marriage. He was intent to steal what you have because he was too much of a fucking pathetic pussy to get it on his own. The good news is you were—I mean—you were good enough. You were good enough pickup artist, and you were good enough at dating to get somebody like this. This is something your best friend is not capable of. So in time, eventually, you will find another woman. It's really important though when you start dating other women that you make sure that the new person that you're with doesn't have a history of cheating or being unfaithful. Am I crazy for wanting an explanation or should I just swallow it and move on? Even if you did ask her for an explanation, she's never going to give you a straight answer, but the bottom line is you didn't date and court her, she felt lonely, she felt neglected, and then your best friend Just like I said in the quote, if you don't date your wife or girlfriend, eventually some other dude will. And that's just the cold hard facts. That's the nature of the world that we find ourselves living in presently. This one was complicated. Thank you again for your help, Corey. You've made a huge impact on my life in helping get through this. So the lesson is to always date and court your wife or girlfriend no matter what. Don't let single best friends who are terrible with women and who envy and are jealous of your success with women, don't let them fucking move in with you. Don't be having them spending time around your wife when you're not there. That's the lesson learned here. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you and I will talk to you soon.